to this. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at UN Athletics. Let me tell you something about UN Athletics. DP, let me tell you. They just released a two-chain shoe, okay? They got two of them. The second one is dope. Check that out on UNFX.com. They also got a 4th of July one coming out. You know what I really like? They got an Anthony Mason tribute at the end of July, and all the proceeds go to the family. Ah, uh, that's official. Come on, for Big Mace. I, I could not. How could I say anything bad about Ewing when, when here they are on the ground with the community? Sure. Anthony Mason tribute shoe. Yeah, yeah, at the end of July. So listen, Internets, yeah, if you want to uh, York. check out UN Athletics, go to UNAthletics.com, put in code PETE10, save yourself 10% on your order, and it's free shipping. How could you go wrong? Listen, head on Free on, shipping and? And 10% off. And 10%, yeah. So if they live in, like, you know, free shipping out of the country? Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know about out of the country, but listen, put in PETE10. Free shipping with domestic 48 states. Maybe Hawaii, Hawaii and Alaska. Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, Hawaii they put Hawaii in the mix. They put yeah. Hawaii in yep. the mix. You're now. right. You're right. As a matter of fact, Hawaii's a state. You're right. Puerto Rico gets in. There you go. Internets, go to unathletics.com, put in PEEP10, the code at checkout. Get yourself 10% off and free shipping. Now let's get to the show. Cheer. Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Peace Show. My brother Dallas Penn is in the building. Good to be here. You know, um, we lost a dear friend and we lost a dear icon to hip hop. Very rarely do people that inspire you to to lifestyle. Very rarely do you encounter them and they're like, yo, they're as solid and true as what you imagine they would be. And how they made you feel, how they made your emotions. Yeah. You know, when I found out the news um today that he passed, man, I I couldn't believe it. Um my man Hanif had hit me. Yeah. He told me like, yo, is this true? Nas you know, yeah. Neef had hit me and it was like, is this true? And I I called over to you know, a prodigy's publicist and manager, which I'm both friends with, you know. And, you know, they were, like, caught up. Like, yo, uh, I'm going to have to call you back. But, yeah, it, it's true. Mm. And, you know, I've literally felt like goosebumps, man. Because, you yeah. know, not only because how important Mob Deep was to me growing up. Like, meaning, like, that rough, that rugged, that... But more importantly, yeah. the friendship I built with Prodigy over the years. Yeah. You know, I want to say this, man. Anyone who knows me that I fuck with, I'm genuine to. I, 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 you know, I, I'm very loyal. I love him and, and I care for them. You know, Prodigy, man. Anytime I called upon him, he was always there for me. Yeah, he was I, very supportive of when we say the culture. Yeah. And that shit is almost becoming cliche in it. Sure. Everything will become cliche eventually, right? But when you talk about the culture, and that means like some underground shit. Some real low key shit, some weirdo shit. Prodigy would go. Yeah. Prodigy would come and he would, you know, he wouldn't have to come mob deep. Yeah. But he would come through regardless. Yeah. Support. Um, and how he was, I seen him bringing up the next generation coming. Sure. How he supports them. So he was, uh, you know, he was, he was a hip hop rock. He was a hard rock. And wore his heart on his sleeve. You know, and for me, like, I, I, I really related with a lot of things. Like, you know, when he came out with that prison commissary book. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I was talking to him. Yeah. And I was like, yo, who better to do a Q&A? I did that shit in Suplex, Philadelphia. Yeah. Who, a book signing. And I was like, who better Shouts to do it? to Suplex, yeah. yeah. Who better to do it than me and you? Like, and talk about, you know, I just love, like, look, I, I don't ever glorify jail. Yeah. I love people who made something out of it. Right. You know what right. I mean? Prodigy came home, made that commissary. Right. That, that is the real, real rarity because it's a it's a system that needs recidivism. 
Mm, mm. I don't even think what, I said this shit right. Period. Period. Word of the day. What the fuck is that? Reset, is, it needs you to come back for the more. It needs you to be addicted to it. Yeah. Addicted to and institutionalized. You know. So prodigy man was. It, it, yeah, it's very sad, man. Just very sad because here was a person that you know. Um, you just realize like the, the sincerity of somebody, and and how they told the story of the the uh, you know, of what it was to be young. Dumb. I mean, you got to think about it. He started at 19 years old. This guy, you know, made sure. Yeah, yeah. You know you, what I mean? We heard him yeah. when he was 19. That's when you finally heard him. Don't say he started when he was 19. No, but of course, think about like, you know, just how raw they were. How, listen, any that 90s hip hop is, is so powerful, more yeah. importantly, because of, of, of Mob Deep. Well, I mean, Mob Deep, I mean, you you talk about people just to define the era. And we had so many great of course. acts. Of course. So many great acts. But Mob Deep was it was singularly, like when you go to all greatest duos of all time, you're talking about Run DMC and you're discounting Jay. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be talking about Outkast, mm-hmm. but you have to say Mob Deep. Sure. Mob Deep was so powerful that they had to make Ghost and Ray mm. a duo. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, if Ghost and Ray was a duo, they would be Mob Deep. Yeah. Well, I listen. I mean, the inspiration was there for so many, and and I tell you, you know, um, the episode I did with him months ago was powerful, man. If you internet, if you haven't checked that out, go check that shit out. Trust me, we broke down his whole career, and who better who who better would kick off a rhyme like a starting line. Than Prodigy, man. Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, th- you, th- yeah. you think about that shit. And we broke that down. But even like yeah. I said. The Ricky Henderson of rap. Yeah. Mm. Man, stay on them bases. Stay on them nah, bases. No, no. Ricky Henderson was the ultimate leadoff. The leadoff hitter. Yeah, absolutely. Now you talk about the Oakland A's or you talk about the Yankees? I mean, listen. Ricky Henderson, man. Psh, shit. That, well, listen. that motherfucker's played in the Negro Leagues. Really? Yeah. Ricky Henderson was 90 years old. Get the fuck. What are you talking about? When you seen him in the major leagues, they finally let him in. He's not 90. He was 90 then. No. Segregation, man. Ricky Henderson couldn't play back then. Listen, you know, um, like I said, even Prodigy came through the one-year anniversary and put yeah. on a mini fucking concert. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he did. had that place turned. He had, he, he, you know what I mean? He was, I mean, it, it's it's so crazy to think when you, when you say uh poetical prophets you know when when you think about or prophetical poets mm. these kids were super advanced you know and they were watching they were young kids too when they were watching and they were experiencing these things in their eyes mm. makes you know, sense to makes be sense. able to to be able to relate these man listen it's it's an incredible thing Incredible thing. You listen to those stories, man. You'd be like, "Wow!" No, nah, you know, if you're I, old enough, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" I mean, just torn, torn the world at a young age. You know, just, just, just powerful shit, man. You know, yeah. and, and then you think about, you know, most latest as I, you know, go down a lot of things that me and Prodigy have done together. You know, go down to the most latest this Father's Day episode that I put together. Yeah, like honestly, I, I was trying to work on that for a long time. I'm almost at one point in time. I was telling my man Isaiah, I was like, yo, this shit may not happen. Yeah. Because it's hard to get one person sometimes a week. Imagine yeah. trying to get five, six people. Corral and everybody. Yeah, yeah, and that's sure, what I was sure, trying sure, to sure. do. I had so many sure. different people in sure. mind. And internet, let me tell you something. Everyone who checked out that Father's Day episode, it's not only for people who are a father. Yeah. If you grew up just having a father. Right. Or not. 
Right. There's gems in there for you. Right. Mom or, right. you know, just young fathers, old fathers, mm. divorced fathers. Let me tell you something. Honestly, that, 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 sh- that fucking episode is humming. Mm. And um, I'm glad. As it should. As it should. And I'm glad as it's it resonating. I had. As uh, it should. Casanova. Um, um, Aaron, the emperor. Yes. You know, uh, um, I'm glad that he got involved. Um, Noah from Complex. Rob Markman and Prodigy. Prodigy came late. One thing I want to tell the internet about this. When I told Prodigy, he's like, no doubt, I'm there. Um, it came around the time to tape, and he, uh, I texted him like, "You close?" And he hit me, and he and he called me, and he was like, "Yo, fucking Pete, my bad, man, I'm, I'm fucking burnt." He's like, "I'm in Jersey, mm. I'm home." Mm. He's like, "I forgot all about it." Mm. I'm like, "I'm, I'm like, oh, it's all good, it's all good." He's like, "Yo," and then he's like, "I could be there like eight twenty. Is that too late?" I'm like, "Uh, you know, you can still come." And so anyway, we, I want to do in the episode. Hey yo, good. Good pause. I'm sorry. I, I wound up doing the episode. I'm slow. And, um, you know, I, I, I it got late, so I just texted him. And I was like, yo, if you, you know, you're pretty far out, don't worry about it. We're going to wrap up soon. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm going to come regardless, even if it's for five minutes. Peace shine regardless. Pete came. He came for about 15 minutes and on, and talked on the show about his kids and gave, you know, gave his gems. And that, um, to my knowledge, that's his last interview he's ever done. Mm. His last time on mic. Mm-hmm. Besides the performance, he yeah. Did well, for to your to your knowledge, man, please get out of here. It's prodigy. No, it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, whatever. But whatever. The point I'm trying to make is, prodigy is is recording shit right now. No, you know, well, well, listen. Yeah. See, rest in power up there. He's with Sean Price. Man, listen, he's with Sean Price right now. Sean there. Sean Price about to come in your ear holes. Yeah, most definitely. It never stops. But listen, Premium Pete. Listen, prodigy came. It never stops. And then and 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 you know we were supposed to meet up next the week after. I don't know, man. It's just happening so fast. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's just fucked up, man. It makes me realize that one thing I am happy is that I was able to vice versa show him love as yeah. much as he was able to show me love while yeah. he was here. Well, you wasn't able to show him as much love as he showed no, you no, love. No, but the thing is this. <laughs> listen, you fuck. The point I'm trying to make is this. Yes. We always talk about giving roses while they're here. Yes, Whoever indeed. the fuck it is, yes, your indeed. mother, your cousin, yes, anybody. Facts. I'm glad Facts. that I was able to Facts. do that. And Facts. I you know and, and I held them in a high regard. Facts. You know? Facts. Yes, he was he was a solid goal. Yeah. You know, I mean solid goal dude. You you, you I just wanna you know, he has a daughter, he has a son. I I wanna send them blessings and prayers. I wanna send probably word. his whole family word. blessings and prayers and let him know that he will be missed and you know, um Man, I just spoke to you on Sunday for Father's Day. Just seen you a couple of day, you know days days ago for Father's Day episode. And shouts to Rob Markman. He brought up a point. Even I, like, I, I I wonder like you know how many arenas like that music gets played, and does and does P get some kind of you know because he'll he'll be played for years and years. In years, yeah, I don't think you get paid for any, you know, that I just on know. spins on like know. satellite. I don't or, know. Or people radio. being entertained, people being motivated. Yeah, people, people don't want to pay for that. Oh, but the shit. point, but the more point I make was with Rob Markman. He uh, he brought up something that really uh, touched me. Pause. Um, he brought up uh, that um, you know that it was great to see all of us in that room and go out on a note of a positive note. We're talking about our kids and our family, how much he loved his kids yeah. and how he wanted his kids to be better than him. Yeah. Not him, not like him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to, to get every all those guys together for a positive conversation like that. Yeah. And if that, to be, you know, Prodigy's last conversation like that. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm glad that 
that I could take those jewels with me. Yes. Because as, as, I've, I've, I learn every yeah. day as a father, man. Yes. You yes. know, uh, Father's Day just passed this past weekend, man. And, and, and what I really learned from this today is that you're not promised tomorrow, DP. No. You know, and I'll be honest no. with you, this shit is so overwhelming. Like, you know, hearing Hot 97 or Power 105 play all Prodigy saying rest in peace. It's like that quick you're gone. That quick people are playing tributes for you. That mm. quick that quick people are tweeting about you. That quick people are Instagram about you. Well, I mean, and people will still be talking about uh, P. And that's it. He, he is everlasting. Yeah. All right. So, you mm. know, there's no question about that. And, you know, but we gotta we gotta rock and he knew that yeah plus yo the the time that we got to chill with dude and dude was so fucking ill and just like yo his life experiences yeah and things that he you know he believed he had gone through this guy lived an incredible life and you know keep at 42 years old and and keep in mind he was battling um you know, sickle cell disease. Well, sickle cell is hard. But the fact that he did live to 42, battling sickle cell, traveling. Sickle cell is a blood disease, man. Blood is the... Uh, uh, blood gets uh, broken down and doesn't clean itself properly. Mm. Uh, red blood cells. It, it's a blood disease, but the, but a blood disorder, blood disorders are heavy yeah. because blood, of course, carries oxygen, keeps the... Uh, you know, so it, it causes you to get in severe pain and out of breath and... You know, seize up. Sad, man. You know, even even though this is something that he's been affected with, you know, sometimes... All I sit, his life. You know, I know, but I sit here and I say to myself, you know, you know, us as men, us as uh, as as grown, you know, men and women, you know, we need to take care of ourselves. But I'm not saying that sickle cell has anything to do with that, but I'm saying sure. I just feel like, you know, it's funny. Shout out to Ada Emperor, who's on the Father's Day episode. We, he said, like, yo... He's watching people in his age group drop. Yeah, and yeah. true. You know, you know. Sure, it's true, it's true, it's true. I I said to myself, Yo, I'm gonna stop listening to fucking hip hop and Why? just listen to smooth jazz and shit. Because nobody listening to hip hop could go past fifty. Nah, that's not true. I mean, you fuck, got, man. I gotta you, just you got listen cool to Herc. fucking Kenny G, Cool Herc. You got Chuck D. Cool Herc and Chuck D is fucking must be sucking everybody from forty energy then. Yeah. Well, listen, you need to have the KRS. The, well, well, no, I wouldn't say they would go to the 40s. They would tap into like the 30s or 20s to try to get that energy. Yeah. You know? Nah, those those guys are legendary. I mean, my point is that, yeah, you're right. Health is something that we, we have never really wanted to confront. You know what I mean? We don't we don't want to discuss it. We want to just kind of, you know, just YOLO out here. Yeah. And um, that's, nah. one, that's one thing I hate about sometimes. I feel like the culture and the, 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 the teaching of hip hop, I feel like sometimes in hip hop is like flashy. It's like, you know, like, look, 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 you know, let me show you how I vibe, how I move, how I look. But deep down, we ain't really taking care of the things we need to take care of. DP, last week on that Father's Day episode, I brought up what Just Blaze told me about a will mm -hmm. and how I told him, I don't want to make a will because that means I'm going to die. He said, yeah, but you're going to die. Mm -hmm. And I brought up this whole story. If you haven't heard the episode, check it out. I brought up this whole story and just listening to like. Fellow people in the room, like Casanova and Aaron and Rob Martin, talk about, and myself talk about, damn, we we slipping because we don't have a will, mm. and we have kids and we have things. So mm. you know, the point I'm trying to make is that, like, just again, listen, internet, tomorrow is not promise, mm. and you know, if you love someone and if you feel something, um, you know, and you want to big somebody up or you're proud of somebody or you care about somebody, whether that be a girl, a guy, whoever. Don't be afraid to, to big them up. Don't be afraid to show them love. 
because you know everyone's gonna show love when they pass mm. but who's gonna show them love while they're here mm. love people while they're here appreciate them while they're here you know so they could smell that so they could see that mm. you know and, and give, them, give them something they could smell exactly and uh you know i just again i want to send my blessings and prayers to prodigy and his family man rest in peace my friend um you know i'll see you when i get there done and, for real and um you know listen um DP had a great Father's Day, man. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed spending time with my kids. Mm. Um I don't know, it's just it's like funny, like when you, Were you with your dad? Yeah, and I was your with kids? my dad. I was with my dad. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's awesome. a special thing, man. That's awesome. That's a special awesome. thing, that's man. Awesome. It, you know, I, That's I, awesome. You get to see your parents happy. You know, it's good to see your parents happy. Yeah. Because you have seen them angry and you've seen them upset and you've seen them, you know. I've seen my parents angry, certainly. Sure. Sure. I've I've made my <laughs> sure I have also I've you know, also so but to I, see them happy is yeah that that's got to be good for your heart yeah yeah it's good. A, it's a special Salute. moment it's a special moment how are you how are you doing DP I'm hey man listen I'm still like yo I'm doing good for this time compared for the last two years but man it's it's fucked up Pete it's fucked up because you know what it's a gamble bro and yeah. sometimes when you're on that table you be you be gambling yeah. up fucked up yeah. Diabetic, diabetic shit you're talking about. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, you got to hang in there, man. You got to drink. Oh, 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 you thought I was gambling? I don't know what the nah. fuck you were doing. <laughs> I mean, I am gambling, but yeah, yeah. I nah, mean, gin- not- listen, ginger is key. You know yes, what I mean? Is Add key. more ginger into your fucking juice and pour it on top of your fucking head. I don't know. <laughs> Figure it out. Take a bath in that shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, no, no. But everything, gonna... everything else is good with you? Oh, listen, listen. I'm here. Okay. Listen, I'm You see it's, me here? It's, it's good you to see me. You see me? I'm still squeezing in my shit. It's good to see you. Good to be seen, hey, Premier listen, Pete. Listen, DP, um, you know, because I know, you know, you were dealing with a little social issue. I had to go underground. Yeah, I had to go underground. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, I just was, uh, I was not emotionally um, connected. Yeah. Oh, I was I, I was so emotional that I, I was mentally di- uh, disconnected from, you know, talking to people. I don't know. Anyway, it, it was crazy. It was horrible. So the promise now is I have to sit down with somebody professional. And, you know, you work talk, this thing out. Yeah, you're talking about, you know, the Instagram and where, you know, yeah. we're posting something where you, you it, said the girl. Listen. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, you you know, just there's a lot of people. What? what people don't know what? Well, maybe about? somebody don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, then that's fine. I'm maybe sorry. somebody know. I you apologize. Know, you, you, you made a post. and, and I apologize if you don't know what we're talking about right now. If, if, if that didn't. if you Well, didn't. listen, listen, I'm glad. I'm glad that, you know, you took you know um apology to it yes and no i apologize and 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 know that you know you're going to uh sit down with somebody and talk to them and and, and listen be a better person listen right I, right right listen right. you know True. it's great to admit when you're wrong when yes. you make a mistake yes and and uh you know i'm here for you and i support you and i'm glad that you um you know that that you're gonna go sit with somebody like tony soprano you know did with uh you know his uh uh counselor i i don't think that we will it will be like tony soprano Okay, well, you know what I mean, but nah, that's that's, that's the fucking Italian it, in me. Always it's, thinking it's the thing that that people honestly don't really confront. Yeah, like yo, hold on, get your get your head right. Yeah, you well, know, because I almost literally died. I almost went into septic shock. Yeah, over some diabetic shit. Yeah, you know, but I was but yo, I got to say something. I did have a good time though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was in L.A., man. I was in L.A. I was fucked. And the hotel I was staying in, right around the corner, was a clinic, like a walk-in clinic. And I, my shit was fucked up. And I was like, shit, if I go in this walk-in clinic, fuck, man. These these guys are going to send me to the hospital. Mm. 
Mm. You know? That's when you realize you need to change your life around as far as for your diabetic purpose, you know? Um, you know, like I said, social, you know, me that day when I seen that social post and the comments were coming in and there was people fucking looking to drag you and, you know, and they did drag you actually. I'll say that they dragged you socially. Um, you know, I know a lot of people weren't happy, but. No, we talking about the, 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 the diabetic. No, not the diabetic. The, I'm talking about the, oh, the other, the, the last yeah, thing. Yes. Yeah, that thing, that thing. Yeah. That thing, that thing. And, and no, and I'm saying it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, uh, important for people to know that you, you are human. Uh, you may have worded some things and, and didn't handle it well, and I'm glad that, like I said, that you're gonna go, you know, speak with someone, right? And uh, yes, yes, no. yes, yes, that's that's no, and and that's, and, 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 and I'm, like the, I said, I'm proud of you for maybe yeah. people wanted that, in, you know, um, you know, um, maybe they wanted that, like, uh, what's that called when you want uh, instant gratification? Maybe they wanted you to hear you say that, but I don't think you could explain that socially. Yeah, you know what I mean. What you're saying now, yeah. you know, that like, look, I fucked up and. You know, and 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 I'm I'm gonna make it better for myself. You know, yes, because yes. I know deep down where your heart lies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean that that's not I, even a question. I know, I know that that's not even a I know question. That. That's and, not even a question and between people, you, you know, and I. But between you, you and I, pre that's not even a question. And for many of the people who fucks with me, it's not a question. But at the same time, still, you're when you live in an era of understanding what triggers people. Yeah. You know, where they can't even, where they can no longer process shit. I was in a, an emotional space. Yeah. And I brought other people into an emotional space. Yeah. Well, you know hey, I mean? listen, that you recognize so, it is important. And, right, right, and, right. So and, we have uh, to find, we have to, we have to yeah. find this thing out. Just stay on your medication, all right? <laughs> and uh, you that Ritalin, whatever the fuck you're taking. But listen, internet, today, today we have a great episode that I did with April Walker. Okay, and what I did was not an April Walker episode. I did what her book called "Get Your Ass Off the Couch." It's it's a Walker gems. Mm. We literally went over. I'm telling you right Wait now, minute, it's not, that's not her book. It's called "Get Your Ass Off the Couch." Right, that's her By, book. Yeah, what I'm saying is, we this episode right here that's going to play is literally like an entrepreneurial class. A- April Walker is is she's beautiful. That's the thing. That's why I stay Salt away from pepper. her. Real talk. Why is that? Because she she's hypnotic. <laughs> You're she, right about that. She's a, she's a. Uh, intellectual siren listen listen you know what i want to say too before before we get to this episode internet so make sure you subscribe to us on itunes follow uh, follow us on soundcloud and our account was hacked our twitter was hacked our instagram was hacked it unfollowed a lot of people so listen if you're following us or what following us make sure to check was uh, this shit hacked or was this shit it was, it was hacked man so listen oh, okay. internet make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram like i said if you were following us it unfollowed you so make sure you're following us Connect with us. Let, you know. Also, let me know. Tweet Dallas Penn at Dallas Penn at Premium P at Premium P Show. Let us know where you're from. I want to see all the cities that are checking in. Check in with me if you're from San Diego, Hawaii, Germany, wherever the fuck you're from. If stand you're from, the fuck if up. You're from Fuckyburg, fuck man, stick. man, stand the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And and, and and listen, I'll tell you one thing. We got. Yo, some... you know where Fuckyburg, fuck stick? What state that's in? Who? Utah. Really? Probably. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Probably, but I'll tell you one thing. Uh, we we have some great episodes in the can that I've done. Could you believe that? Yeah. And 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 I want you back for a, a special guest co-host. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the come, next couple episodes are playing. We're gonna come hang out. Should, I, come should hang I tell out them who? Should I tell them who we got? No. All right. Well, I'm not gonna tell them who. Anyway, listen, internet. Let's get to the lovely salt and pepper, never aging, entrepreneurial, trailblazer, pioneer, everlasting. Just say everlasting. Everlasting. Man. Let's get to the show. Everlasting, beautiful, intelligent, ray of sun. No, I'm serious. But April no. Walker, DP. Yeah. Good to see you, brother. Good to be seeing Premier Pete. See you soon. Chip. 
Come on, everybody get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Geek Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Geek Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Hey, welcome Pete back show. to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. I'm excited today. I mean, I usually always say I'm excited, but sometimes I'm I'm upset. But today I'm excited. My friend is in the building, um, and she's done a couple of things since the last time we've seen her. She has wrote a book, which she said she would do. She's on a book tour. She's doing a bunch of things. Listen, um, I don't need to go into all the hoopla around it. My friend um, and great person, April Walker, is in the building. April? Hey, Pete. What's up? What's Are you sleeping on? on me? Nope. Now, right listen, here. Allergies are, are acting up. It is. I okay. got probably like one red eye. And have Have you always had eye. allergies? Yeah. Or when I wife? was little, I had them bad, and then um, they went away. And the, the last five years, they've come back with a vengeance. You know, I want to tell you something. My um, my son, you know, he's two years old, and Tristan, and he has a bad cough, and he doesn't even have a cold anymore. Mm. So we've been trying to get down to the bottom of this and uh, just going to a lot of doctors and stuff like that. I haven't really spoke about this, um, but, uh, you know, it's been difficult not knowing why he's been coughing like an adult for like three months. Really? And um, so we went to the allergist and just it's crazy. I, I never had allergies. Maybe now I think I'm starting to get some, but I never had allergies. So I don't even understand what an allergist, you know, does. So we went in there and they tested him. For allergies, and I don't know if this is something you know, but they wrote on him in pen and they had to poke him with something. You ever had something done like that to see if you have allergies? Mm. So what they did was they tested for like mold, dogs. Yeah, I did that test. Um, well, I was a teenager. Was all this. Different. So what they had to do was write on him, you know, on his back and then poke him. It wasn't nothing crazy, but it was a poke. They had to go through and it was about 17 different things. Let me tell you something, man. I I... As a parent, you know, he first of all, my son doesn't like to be touched. He doesn't like you put his hands in his was face. He, he was going nuts. Like there was a point where the lady, I had to tell him, like, look, stop. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, could get, to see, you, right? you, could, you could get like, you, how many did you get? You know, and she said, I got like twelve. How many left? It's twelve. I said, no, you, you take that twelve and you run with it. And 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 and, and, and you know, it was uh, allergies. Uh, you know, but thank God he came back. He didn't have any allergies. He so, didn't have any. No, but unfortunately, we're still looking to find out. Because where, where this cough is coming from, they're calling it like a cough variant asthma. And uh, when you look it up, it's, uh, you know, it has to do with probably, you know, we even looked into reflux and stuff like that, you know. But um, anyway, it's uh, something that I'm trying to get down, you know, me and my lady trying to get down to the bottom to the of, it. of it. But, um, yeah, we, we definitely did, uh, you know, the allergist thing. So, you know, that was my first time in there. So And it was crazy because it was packed house in there. I was like, damn, allergy season must be up. Yeah. So, but enough of allergies. Look, you wrote a book, okay? The name of the book is called "Get Your Ass Off the Couch." Mm-hmm. First of all, I love that just title, just alone. It's Thank called you. Walker Gems. For those who don't know, you've been doing Walker Gems on so- social media for a while. You know, letting yeah. people know about different, you know, ways of business and entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Tell tell us why you even decided to write this book. When I first came back with Walkerware, I knew that just studying social media and the platform of it i knew i couldn't just say hey buy my clothes you Mm, know mm. i think you have to have added value these days and be able to talk to your 
to your people, your audience, and, and give them, offer them something to make them stay um, and get engaged. And this was an easy thing for me to do. I have experience. I could go to the grave and still live a long life, give walk gyms every day and still have some to give, you sure. know. So that was an easy thing for me to do to just talk. Plus, I remember when I first started, when I first started, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a coach and I didn't have anyone to talk to about um, how do I start a fashion brand, you know, and what was that like? And I wish I did in a lot of ways. And I know the importance of mentorship in coaches now. So a lot of the problem is, especially in our communities, we don't have the money as a startup to pay for consultants, to pay for coaches to pay for or even a lot of us don't have access to mentors you know even though now you can get online and you can do virtual mentorship and stuff like that but still so this was my my way of contributing Mm. and i like that because what you essentially made was a book that this book is a mentorship to people and give them you know uh, because i'll tell you the truth listen and let's think about it and let's talk about it social media one of the biggest things on social media is quotes you know, of course, you get yep. dogs, you get pizza, you know, you'll get, uh, you know, a bunch of other shit. <laughs> but one of the biggest things is quotes. Yeah, and, it's true. And, and, and some people say, eh, you know, I remember when people used to try to make fun of me because I like, I do a lot of my own quotes. And if I'm quoting somebody else, I'll put them. Right. But I, I do a lot of my own life experience quotes. People will say, eh, what do you, Rev Run in the mm-hmm. bath? And I'm like, nah, you know, to be honest with you, as much as people who make fun of it, as mu- there's as many people who really need that i retweet a lot of yeah. yours no, on twitter thing, yeah there, no i see that and and there's things that people put up that i put up where people write i needed that absolutely you know what i mean and i've seen people write that in your comments too you know it's important to um you know sometimes you just you know you go through a bad day and and and, and or you just like you said you know it, sometimes quotes you know fill in mentorship mm-hmm. you know and help you get through certain things because mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't know all the answers, you know? A lot of times we don't. I think um, for me, it's turned into virtual mentorship because these social media, um, visual and video uh, bites have become webinars. They've become classes for me and they've become these um, these sometimes free and paid seminars. But the people show up and they're, they're thirsty for information, so... You know, we had a couple episodes ago, we had um, an author named Jaquavius Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wrote, he wrote about 48 books. I mean, he's he, him and his awesome. wife, are, him and his wife are like eight or nine time uh, New York Times bestseller. Um, anyways, from Detroit, Flint, Michigan, it was a great episode, a heartfelt dude. Um, I asked this him question. I asked this question to him and I, I'm going to ask it to you. How did you even write a book? Like, how do you, how do you write a book for people sitting at home say, how the fuck do you do this? How did you... I think, How'd you get off your ass and make a book? <laughs> I think the biggest thing with everything is to commit to it and start. Mm. That's that's the number one thing in whatever you're doing. It's getting your ass off the couch, literally, mm. you know, because we all have ideas, but ideas are shit if they're not executed. So it's like um, if you start, I think at the moment of commitment, the world will conspire to assist you. So. Once I said, I'm doing this, I put myself on a a calendar last year to take the year to get it done. Mm. And I saw, I wrote when I would finish it 
and I wrote the outline. So then I had to research that. What I did was reverse engineer. So I knew I wanted to do a book. Then I had to really write down what kind of book I wanted to do. Just to say a Walker Gems book was not enough, right? Because then I had to study it and then I shaped it. So the first thing is saying, like, what do you want to write? And so I knew I wanted to talk to the people and my audience already. But then I wanted to expand that and give some gems to others. So once I knew that, I said, what do you want it to be? I didn't want it to be too long because I think a lot of people don't read anymore like like they used to they, or they read differently. We're on social media. I'm seeing how people, the books, they're, a lot of the millennials read like this, a lot thinner. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot longer versus wider. So there were all these factors. I wanted it to live um I wanted it was birthed from social media. So I wanted that book to be very social media. So you'll see hashtags and things like that in it. So once I knew, okay, now visually I understand what it's going to be. And I have my, I have it. I know exactly what that's going to be. I'm going to do pictures. I'm going to do a lot of different things, share stories, just like I do on social media, but give them the meat and potatoes in Mm. between. From give, there. give us an example, like meaning like what is, uh, give, I want to go over a bunch of different quotes that you have. What is one of them that you always, you know, say? Faith over fear. W- what does that even mean? I mean, I know for what me, it means, yeah, but for, what does it mean to you and, you know, and to the people listening? I'll give you a great example because instead of talking about myself, I'm going to talk about you. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, you had to have faith over fear in order to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm sure there were a million reasons why you could have talked yourself out of not doing it. Um, And maybe not. Maybe you're just built like, I don't care. I'm doing it, you know. But for the average person to really take on something like this, it's a big deal because you really have to be committed to it. And a lot of people will talk ourselves out of ideas before they start because, oh, gosh, what if it fails? What if people don't want to see it? What if I fall on my face? What if, what if, you know, all the negative chatter in our, in our heads are a lot louder a lot of times than the positive reinforcement in our heads. So if we could um, retrain our thoughts, then it wouldn't, we wouldn't have to do that. But I think you lean more on your faith, even if you didn't know you did, because you did the damn thing. So so when so when you break it down and you say faith over fear and people believe in their faith is that just believing in God or is it just like letting go or letting you know just doing what you got to do or is it is it just taking that leap you know it's, and just it's trusting? all of those things um, for me it's all of those things but you know some people believe in a higher power some people say the universe i say god um but whatever that is you have to draw on faith in order to move past the reasons why you shouldn't do something because so many people become paralyzed in fear. Right. Mm -mm. And I think the reason I've been able to move forward a lot in life and do a lot of different things, sometimes I've failed, but a lot of times, you know, I've swung with aim and I won, you know, and one, and I think that a large part of it is from a very early age, I've been naive to fear. Mm. And I think, me being naive to fear has helped me to win at things. When you let's let's take a look back when you started Walk Aware, right? How many people do you remember, or even yourself, 
probably said, I hope this works or may not work. Did you, did you, I mean, people see Walk Away, they see 25 years and it, it, it had a lot of success. It, it, Everybody thought I was crazy. Okay. Did you I think started. you were crazy? No. The only person that really didn't tell me not to do it was my father. Because he was like an entrepreneur himself? Yeah. He was in the music industry and, um, you know, you know that story. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, he he was like he was behind me. You know, who was he to say not to do it? You know what I mean? Because he did everything he wanted to do. But Let me ask you something. On a side note, you and your father have a good relationship. Absolutely. How important is it to have had him in your life and have him in your life now throughout all these years? And the reason why I say that for you're a Brooklyn girl. So the point I'm making, I know you know somebody that didn't grow up with a father, a girlfriend of yours, that probably you've seen has been affected because of that. You know, I want to give you a quick example. Um, I had lunch with my daughter today, and she brought her friend along. And her friend doesn't stop talking about this guy who doesn't really want to be bothered with her. Every time I see her, I, I, I'm like, Are you, will you stop chasing guys who don't care about you? Right. Like, I'm not trying to block this guy, but at the same time, I'm trying to tell the girl, like, yo, wake up, man. You like, know you, what it is. You look, you look crazy out here. And I just came out, and you know me, I'm very just like no filth. And I was like, yo, is, is your father around? You grew up with a father? And she's like, you know, um, not, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, you know, I don't see him a lot. And, I, and she said, why do you say that? And I said, no disrespect to you. I want you to be strong. But sometimes when a girl hasn't grown up with a father, she's always chasing a man. And that's what I saw, you know, and, and, and to see you grow up and, 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 you know, I've seen you socially and in person, you know, uh, the love for, for, for your father and, and the love he has for you. I mean, that had to do wonders. It did. Um. I grew up, It. it I just was telling a, another artist, uh, aspiring rap artist the other day who follows me on social media and we've become cool. I watched him through social media with his um, child and, and, and I was just telling him how important it is, even in music, what you say and what you're executing, just... It's important because your daughter is going to be listening to that and she's going to look at how you relate to women. All of that's important. I think the father and the daughter relationship is one of the most important relationships you can ever have. You will have in your life as a man because you're you're really helping another woman in terms of how she's going to grow up to be this woman. And she's either like you said, she's going to be looking for love in all the wrong places if she doesn't find it. And I think my confidence and my, I don't need you to confirm who I am mm, mm. as a person. Sure. Because I had that, you know, and honestly, my father was probably a lot like you, but in, in the sense of my father used to talk, to, he probably secretly wanted a boy. So he, <laughs> <laughs> he talked to all three of us. He had three girls out the box. And so he was always like, um, let me tell you about men because he was, you know, sure. he was a dog back in the day. So he would tell us all those stories and well, he would just be like, don't go for this and don't go for that. And don't think you're special just because they say, woo, 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 yeah, yeah. And, you know, and he gave us a lot of game, but it worked out. You hey, know? listen, I gave, I, I tried to give my daughter the most game. It felt uncomfortable at first, but I was like, fuck it. This is my blood. Like uh, I gave it a game of uh, even I, I've spoke about this before, but I gave it a game like, yo, don't let a guy. Um, just put his tip in, uh, you know, make sure he wears a condom. <laughs> he did not. No, I swear to God, because you know what? I was just thinking how many guys try to say, no, nah, just let me put the tip in, and then don't wear a condom, and right. then they're in. 
And I was trying to explain to her on that game, like, yo, like, don't let a guy make you feel less for right. wearing a condom. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I've done it to girls where I was like, yo, I, I, if I had to wear a condom, I'm not fucking. Right. Like, and, and, and they were like, all right. And I was like, man, wh- like, why did I do that? Right. Later on, I was like, because, you know, you never know what could have happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I had to tell her exactly as, as graphic as that. You know, and I always shout out Carl Kemp because when, you know, uh, over the years growing up, you know, uh, I would call him and, and he would always give me some great advice about parenting because he had an older kid than me. And uh, he was like, yo, just be real. And, you know, sometimes I think that you want to, like, sugarcoat shit. You know, I grew up in a family where we kind of, like, sugarcoated some of the shit because we cared about the person. Right. You know, like, uh, you know, um, if, if somebody was adopted or whatever, you know, you wouldn't tell them because you don't want to hurt their feelings. You understand? Same type of shit with sugarcoating stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, listen, without getting into parenting and stuff like that, give me another um, quote that you have in here that is powerful. Um. So I think I have some. Actually, wait, wait, I have one okay. right here. I have one right here. Dreams aren't realized without chopping that wood dearly. That's right. Man, you mean putting the pen to paper, to perfecting your craft? Is, 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 is That that applies to anything. Everything. Where are we right Hold now? On, we gotta say what that time again. is it right now? I mean, it's late. It's late. But, if but, we're here chopping that wood, that's it. Okay, okay. That, if you want put it, in you got to put it in that work. Put it in that fireplace. Put, put the, put the, the wood in the fireplace. There you go. Then you know what we do. We sit burn, down. Baby, burn, baby, burn. Take Let's a champagne go. glass. Work. Pour it in the champagne <laughs> and throw it in the fucking fireplace. There you go. Okay, okay. Let's get let's get another one. Create do, explosion. I, I love this one. And I, 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 spoke, I spoke about this throughout my life. Do your homework. So many people, I feel like, don't literally do their homework. You know, and it's a, she, you know, in this book called get your ass off the couch by april walker she goes in depth you know where i'm putting my own spin on it but do your homework is so important i always tell people like oh you know like why would you want to come uncorrect why would you want to like not know what's going on it's funny too because like i always laugh at people these days that are flappers right like people who talk shit not realizing that we have google you could always like google shit like you know i see people and they're like yeah yeah i i, I own this and i do this and i do that you could google this shit so and easy and like, all right this guy's a fucking bullshit artist a fraud yeah so i always say do your ho- do your homework can mean so many things absolutely do, you know and 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 that's another one i like you know w- w- let's take it off of the book for a second you know um what recently just came out was the tupac movie all eyes on me right um they reached out to you to because Pac wore Walker wear back in the day. Tell us how that happened when they reached out to you. They, so originally, I think um, Kenya Ware, mm-hmm. who was doing some shopping, called me and asked me. So shout out to Kenya Ware. And she said, have they called you about this Tupac movie? And I said, nope. And so she said, all right, hang tight. And then they called me. And it was uh, Jennifer from the wardrobe department. And, you know, she went back and forth with me, told me to send some images. I'm not sure how in-depth they knew in terms of how much I worked with them. But when I sent them the pictures, they were just like, oh, shit, you know. So, um, yeah. So then they asked me to recreate a lot of those looks and and send some authentic stuff that I had from back then. So I had some vintage pieces, and then I had to recreate some of the scenes, like from above the rim, mm. um, and the quad scene mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Biggie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then I did some other stuff um, that that he wore back in the day, the rough and rugged suits. Now let stuff. me ask you something. That's something when they reach out 
uh, that's something that is like a paid opportunity. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and that's something that you obviously negotiate with them. Right? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's, it's, it's such massive exposure. You do negotiate. And, and it's just like costume wardrobe, you know, because that's what you're doing. Yeah. And you know what? It's great that they're keeping it authentic and, 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 and keeping it where, you know, exactly what he was doing because he rock walkerware back in the day. Yeah. You know? So it, it definitely was it definitely was powerful. I think the best part of that, Pete, was um they actually did a fashion round table when they did three round tables on Pox Impact and they had myself, Cross Colors, Carl Kanai, Fear of God, and this line called All Style Hype and we all got together and just talked about that whole impact of the 90s fashion in terms of the golden era of hip-hop and how that influenced mm. and even Pac's culture like the the bandanas the hockey jerseys sure, sure. all of that like how to, to a lot of people he doesn't get that recognition in, in terms of certain styles that he did and you can see it like T.I. and these sure, other guys sure. you know? how much influence uh, back to Walker Gems the book get, uh-huh. get, get your ass off the couch uh, you wrote, people think the grass is greener on the other side. Well, guess what? It is for some. That's right. Break break that down. It takes work. Mm. <laughs> so if you're not working, it's going to be greener. You know what I mean? You're going to be looking at the other side of the fence like, why is it happening for them and not for me? But, you know, green thumbs are developed by people that are, are actually tilling the land and, and planting those seeds and, and, and cultivating and nurturing and working at it. So that's how those green pastures become. And if you don't do any of that, you can't just click your heels and just sit mm, there and wait no for that. No Wizard of Oz. None of that. You know, you also spoke, uh, I don't know if you fucking became a scientist uh, <laughs> over the fucking past couple of weeks. I haven't seen you, but... You said studies show that people who exercise over years and years have bigger brains. That's right. I really? Do my research. I need to fucking stop to exercise, man. Yeah, stop playing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long time. You have to exercise. It's over years. That study was shown that over years of doing that, that, yeah, that's what it proves. Hustle with muscle. That's right. I like that. Um, failure is never fatal. It's the down payment you pay for success. Actually, that's Dennis Kimbrough. That's right. Um... They also spoke about your failure. Your failures will actually serve as a pedestal to your success. I love that. I'm gonna actually have to say that again. Um, I'm gonna see if I put my Barry White voice on for that. Let me hear it. Your fail. Oh, oh. <laughs> now you got me on the spot. Your failures will actually serve as a pedestal to your success. Man, that's powerful. And I'll tell you the truth. I want to elaborate on that. When you talk about your failures will actually serve as a pedestal to your success. You know, in the neighborhood I grew up in, a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of my friends held so many things for years. Kind of like if you fucked up, you were a fuck up. Right. Nobody ever thought that you could change, you know. Sometimes even myself, uh, things that I went through or mistakes I made, I hold against myself. You know, not realizing that, like, like that exact quote is like, your failures will teach you if you allow it. Absolutely. You know, that's why it's a pedestal to your success because you know you don't just wake up and become successful. You know, you gotta make Absolutely. mistakes. And mistake and, and with mistakes you get lessons and you learn. Look at this. Look at that. Am I the co author over here of uh, of, of this that's book? That's right, I'm taking you on tour. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I'm coming. Speaking of tour, you are on a book tour. You just did Boston. That's right. You did Brooklyn, you know. How did that go? Wonderful. I mean, Lace Boston was the best. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jamil and 
D Wells. D, D Wells, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. Um, and Frugal Bookstore. We did Roxbury, and then we also did Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. And you know day. what? Tonight, tonight, at Supex in Philadelphia, a Supex on six twenty four South Street. Um, I'll be hosting. April Walker will be there with the book. Walker Gems, get your ass off the couch. Make sure you come through. If you're in Philadelphia, okay, you got enough time uh, uh, to you know make make plans. You'll see. You'll probably have have seen this on social already. But tonight is the night. Suplex Philadelphia, uh, dope spot. A friends of mine sneaker spot in, in, in on South Street, six twenty four South Street. Head on over there. Uh, we'll be doing a book signing with April Walker. Get your ass off the couch. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Listen, I love Philadelphia. It really has grown on me. You know, um, moving to Jersey and being close to Philly uh, for a New York kid. You know, I never pictured it. I always pictured I'd just be like a New York kid forever. I, you know, I always love Philly. Yeah, I like it. You know, I know what I like about it. It's thriving. The the, the food culture is thriving. Um, the It's become a melting pot. Absolutely. You know? um, there's so many different types of people. And it's a smaller city, but uh, it's got a lot of colors and vibes to a it. A lot of culture. Yeah, most definitely. And I f- and, and even like well, sometimes when I, when I drive around the buildings, I'm like, damn, these fucking things are, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Some Absolutely. Like, uh, historic. And you know what? Fucking Rocky Balboa's over there. Even though that they put him on the fucking side now. I don't know if you realize, they put him on the side in the corner. They said, Rocky, you go in the fucking bathroom. I didn't, I didn't see that. No, they, they put him on the side. So I swear to God. They put him in the corner. It's like, I don't know what they did to him. I don't know what Rock did to deserve that, but, you know. Um, what are some of your also favorites of, um, you know, the quotes and, and, and gems that you put in this book? Um, talking about swinging with aim. That's mm. one of them. Mm. What does that you mean? You got to swing with aim. Because so many of us swing aimlessly. And it's just like I, I, the best analogy I could give to you that would, you would understand is being like, Fred Flintstone in the car. Yeah, with his feet. Yeah, going nowhere fast. Yeah, yeah. or in a fight, fighting like this with your eyes closed, you're just exhausting energy and not landing punches. You wanna, you wanna focus. You wanna see it. You wanna know how to aim, and you wanna take those steps and in your head say, "This is how I'ma land those punches." Mm-hmm. Bullseye, boom. Mm-hmm. You know. That's how it has to be done. Now, let me ask you, um, with the book, what has been some of the, you know, reception that has come in and the reviews that people have, you know, have bought the book? The most, most of the, I've gotten great reviews and I'm not saying that because I'm promoting that. Sure, sure. <laughs> but not trying to be biased. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so far, I'm sure I'm going to get some other reviews in the future. That's just how life is. But so far, so good. Um, it's been selling really well. We did pre-orders, and now that it's selling, it's selling well. And um, I'm just super excited. I'm excited about going to all of these cities and actually being able to touch, feel, and talk to my sure, tribe. Sure, you know, sure. That's People the that fuck with part. you. Yeah. You know, uh, I see uh, definitely a lot of... Um you know, I don't know what are these called. Where you have like, you know, people, people that read it. That people read it, yeah. So it says uh, by Russell Simmons says April Walker is a pioneer in fashion and a true visionary. Yes, she is. Um, you got Rosie Perez said I've known April Walker for a very long time, and everything in this book rings true. Her struggles, her, ten- her tenacity. Is that how you say that? Yep, tenacity. Uh, her integrity, her ability to inspire, her success. I witness it all. Blessed and reinvigorated by this inspiring piece of literature, Rosie Perez. I love Rosie, man. Let me tell you something, man. Um, 
Ah, man, I love Rosie, man. She's um, good people. Yeah, I know she. One day, man. One day, listen. I gotta get that you voice gotta, on this podcast, yeah. man. We'll uh, figure that out. What she say? She says, "I fucking got the money." <laughs> Mo, you know, Mookie. Yeah. Um. You know, um, one thing I love about this uh, this book is that you know I think that you know in here it says happiness is a state of mind, right? Not mm-hmm. you know not a choice. Mm-hmm. You know. Can you explain that to somebody like me? Because the reason what I mean by that is I've learned to try to find more ways to be happy. Um, and I am happy. My kids make me happy. Uh, you know, doing things I love make me happy. Being around people, helping other people make me happy, even when I haven't reached my own goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes when I'm upset or depressed or, you know, uh, it's hard to, you know, like say if happiness is a state of mind and somebody... It's hard for even to tell yourself, like, hey, I need to be happy. I'm happy. Because sometimes, yeah, because sometimes you're like, fuck you, you know, like, yeah, fuck I mean, happy. Get the hell out of here. You know, so, and you just feel I like, wow. And sometimes, sometimes I wallow in my own shit, and I'm sure there's other people who do that. What are some steps that they could possibly do? So I've been there. So, you know, I think that I'm only speaking about the things in that book are from experience. And it's, let me say this. All of those things in that book aren't going to be accomplished by just reading it and being like, oh, okay, I got it. Cool. It's a process. Sure. Self-help is a practice. It is a daily. Being self-aware is the biggest part. So you're Mm. self-aware. So you're knowing like, so that's the first step. If you can't face it, you can't fix it, you know. Um, And I think that for to become happy as a state of mind, it's 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 such a journey because I think it's like um, a spiritual journey for me. It was where I realized that um, I don't have control over what I don't have control over. And the only thing I'm responsible is for me. And the, and I, I think I got to the point where I, I don't want to sound selfish in this way, but I don't care what other people think. <laughs> so, mm. so with that said, you know, it's nice if you like me, but the people who don't like me, that's not, that's not my issue. That's theirs. Mm. And the people that are having a bad day, it's not my issue. It's theirs. So when you really check that and you see, don't let somebody take up your personal space where they take you off and rock you. You know, you have to stand in your peace. And and so things that help me to do that is when I wake up in the morning, gratitude. That's the first thing. Before I get up, I say three things that I'm grateful for Mm. before I touch the floor. What else? And I make sure they're simple things because the little things are the big things. Like what? So I woke up this morning. Mm -hmm. That's one. Um, I was doing this podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. That was another one, mm-hmm. you know, to have friends that care about me mm-hmm. that would do that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, another one was yesterday was a really good day for me. I just hit all my goals. So just and I felt like I hit them, to be honest, because I've been reading this scripture and the scripture has been. Um, I will instruct you and teach you and I will guide you with mine eye mm. and it's been sticking with me this whole month and i feel like my arms are too short to box with god and even though this whole year i feel like i've been boxing with him in my own way because i just needed to pause after that book you know what yeah. i mean so i kind of like Usa, and i fell off so now i'm getting back on you if you see me on social media i'm starting to go back and boot camp sure. working out all the time and all these things once i see you wrapped the hair i know yeah you're about i'm that like business. i'm let's go back right l- l- let me ask you do you know how to celebrate success? 
I celebrate it every day. Okay. Living. So that's the next thing. That book is to to reshape in my mind what a lot of us think success are because it's it's an elusive thing. Mm. Success is like a butterfly. Mm. You know, if you're chasing it, it's always gonna you can't catch it because it's something different to everybody else, right? So I think for me, it's the ability to live my dreams every day. And to have done that all my life, you know, to to be able to imagine and do something you love and create and 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 be able to pay your bills and do the and meet people and do sure, this. Sure. That's a blessing, you know, and I think we have to get to rich inside out instead of aspiring and chasing rich outside and then think thinking it's going to fulfill us inside. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. You know, reshaping the I, way we think success, what I, it is. I am a person that is trying to s- still do that. Um, I have experienced um, success uh, with that. I experienced some of what you're saying, success, like being able to pay my bills and doing what I love. But unfortunately, um, you know, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a freelancer, you have some very tough months. It's a and, it's and a tough. I'm not trying to make it like it's a no fairy no not you. Tale. I'm just speaking in general. No, I'm it's speaking, true. You know, I'm with, with you on that. I'm speaking like sometimes I'll be honest with you. It it it, it it's so tough that um you know like like for instance like doing podcasts like this is 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 a creative thing. You want to create the best content. Sometimes it's hard to create content when you're worried about fucking bills. You know when like, like sometimes I always said to myself, I wish. Okay, so obviously, you know, um, if you can make money in, in, in anything you do, it's a great thing. Some things I wish, sometimes I say to myself, I wish I was successful with money in something else so I could do this with no worry or trying to make money. Right. Because I think sometimes when you try to make money, you, 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 it's great to get paid for your craft. And it's great to, get, it's great to turn dreams into reality. But sometimes when you struggle and you have so many other stressful things on your mind, it's so hard to focus on your craft. And it's a roller coaster being an entrepreneur sometimes. Right. I'm speaking from my experience. No, it's a, it is. You know, um, some months, you know, it's like, you know, some months. That, that's why I say, like, do you know how to really celebrate success? And you're right. It's what you think success is. Right. But what I mean is like sometimes people wait for the bigger picture when sometimes you may never ever no. get there. Yeah. You got to live in the moment. So I think I didn't always celebrate success because I think that when I was, I was talking about this the other day, I think when I was younger, I was chasing the dream, right? And so you're always looking ahead and you're always tunnel vision on getting somewhere to that destination. And then, um, you know, I had that, that, that USA moment where I had to walk away from the business and just take a year off, you know, and then kind of do some soul searching. And that was, that was at the top of my game, you mm, know, and that, mm. that was when everybody That's was like, you decision. crazy? Yeah, it was. It was like, okay, do I keep up the facade? Because I, on paper, it looked like I was making a lot of money. I had a big staff. I had a Las Vegas, a LA place, a, a New York place, a New York showroom. And I was fucking miserable, mm. you know, and it felt like the weight of the world was over me. Can I curse on this? Of course. Know. Say it again. Mm-hmm. She was <laughs> fucking miserable. <laughs> I see you looking. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, so, I'm not looking at you. I'm just paying attention. So, no, it just was like, you know, I felt I can't do this anymore. And it was really a matter of me choosing me over walk aware. And that's hard to do. And it was very hard because, you know why? because I became the, so attached exactly. to it and I built it. 
But then it was just like, you know what? I didn't like what that business became, uh, the fashion industry. It was messing with too much with the industry. It was just so many variables. Did you feel like it was pulling you? It pulled the shit out of me. You know, it pulled me to the point where I felt like I was coming out of... When I left my house, even before I got in bed, I felt like I had 200-pound weights on my shoulders. Mm. So just, you know, I just, I didn't, and I felt like I was losing myself because I wasn't, what you said, being in the present. There would be seasons that would change, and I didn't even notice the freaking seasons changing because I was just so like, move, move, move. Okay, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to, you know, and that's, that's. I'm embarrassed to admit that now, but it was just, you're that, perfect example, people would say, and there were a few people in my life that thought they had, they were so wrong, they would think that I was um, a snotty person, like a conceited person, because you could be looking at me just like this, and I'm in the street, or we're in a club, and I won't see you. Because I'm really thinking about... Sure, you got so much on your mind. But somebody would take it personal, like, Oh, she looked me right in my eye and she didn't say anything. And I didn't see them. And it wasn't like they were invisible, but it was literally like I was that way down. So that's why I had to walk away. But what did you, when you got down and out and you were depressed and, 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 and you know, people see success, you had money, you had, you know, all, all these, you know, places and, you know, you had a lot of things going, right. you know. Um, who did you even turn to? God. Yeah. That's, but what do you mean when you say that? I know you say so God. For but me, because, okay, so we find, when I say God, I think we find, a lot of us find God through crisis. Mm. And, and so. But we only I, ask I, for him when we're in trouble. No, no, that's not Not true. saying you. I'm yeah, saying there no, are a lot of there, people. There are a lot, but there are a lot of us. I, I'll be honest with you, even many years ago, not no more, but many right. years ago, I used to pray to God so much when I was in trouble. But when I was up, I you never even bothered yeah, with him. you can't pray for your lows mm-hmm. and only... I'm like, come and save me. I swear to God, please come and save me, God. And then when everything was up, it was like, I was like, who, who are you? Right. But and that's that was like, stupid to me. That was that, stupid to me. But that's what you, you only know what you only know. And I think you spiritually grow. That's what um, evolving is about. So that's what wisdom is about. That's mm. what, you know. You know, you know. Um, I was going to say, that's what some of those gray hairs about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, you got the salt and pepper yes, going. That's right. People love, people, people love, they say, like, April Walker is like a, a seasoned uh, a veteran, you know, as far as, like, people, it's funny, because even, like, you know, my lady, a Loki Nat, or just, like, Nat, a lot, Nat. yeah, like, or just a lot of people, like, people, like, it, it's got to be great to hear that, like, people say, hey, when I get older like that, I want to be sexy like that. Aww. People consider you sexy, like, 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 not only just, like, I, and, and 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 of course it's the looks, but I think it's also just the way you carry yourself. You know, um, still to this day, you know, you Appreciate want somebody. That. No, most definitely. You know, um, I think that, and it's not. I, I've heard that from so many people, like where people are, like still crushing on April Walker. I'm like, damn, really? Like, you know, slow down. You know, you can't <laughs> you can't approach like that. She's a she's a, a older woman now. You know, bring a bottle of wine and maybe a different story. But you know, but but you you know what I'm saying? Like like it, it's got to feel good that even as you're growing older. That people are growing with you. you know, it definitely does. I think the best part of it for me is it feels good to feel good in your own skin. Mm, mm. And that, and I think that, you know, I finally come into that space. And, and that's the best part of it. Like, I like me with all my flaws, with all of it. That's why I chose to be courageous and stop dyeing my hair. You know, all of those things. Salt it's pepper. just like, who the, this is who the hell I am if you don't like it. Fuck you. <laughs> let, let, let me ask you. 
the way you're comfortable in your own skin, is it, do you ever go through times where like next month, maybe you're not? You ever feel that way? Or have you got to a point where you feel good for a I long mean, time? I mean, as the wrinkles are coming in and everything, I just have to tell myself all of this every day. You know, because yeah. some days when I look at Instagram and, and all of that stuff, that shit is disgusting to me. Yeah. Like the filters, the the all the ass injections, all yeah. the stuff that's going on. You know, but I just have to remember, you know, it's all going to go. And I really believe that you, 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 me, this is all a, a uniform, our flesh, right? It's our spirit. Sure, like we, sure. we, we, That's who we really are. Well, it's safe to say you won't be visiting Dr. Miami anytime nah, soon. Nah, okay, okay, okay. Nah. You know, you said something in this book. You said, don't be worried about the numbers on social media. Just stay focused on your niche. Seeking to offer substance to your tribe. Shoot for excellence. Provide insight with value. Share your experience and your attract the right. What you wrote was uh, Walker Gems Tribe Vibe. Mm-hmm. So you write audience. Right. Even if you want to. Yeah. Whoever your tribe is. Your audience will grow over time and you will have you will have loyalists. I like that. I'd rather have a really engaged and connected audience with like minds than a big audience of people that don't care. That makes a lot of sense. You know, sometimes people I see that have like, you know, your mother's social media accounts, but who are they really talking to? And who the fuck really cares? Absolutely. And who's going to buy something? You know, I mean, let's think about it. When so- I think it was Soldier Boy. He had like three or four million followers on Twitter. I think it, what he said, like a hundred uh, copies of his album when it came out. You know, the math is not equal enough. Right. So it's like, you know, I agree with that. I like to have some stand-up people that, uh, you know, that they care that you yeah. can connect sure, with. Sure, sure. And I think people that believe in you and you believe in them, you know. Absolutely. I'll tell you one thing, man. I've learned a long time ago. I've always, people who, anybody who support me, when I see them in the street or online or anything like that, I always send that right back to them. You have to. You know, because let me tell you something. Um, you know, uh, those are the people that that, that, that that help make your dream become a reality. Absolutely. It's not about, you know, some people run around worrying about taking pictures with all these big celebrities and shit. Now, listen, shouts to all the celebrities and shit, but I fuck with the people Absolutely. who fuck with me. You know what I'm Ditto. saying? And, 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 and I think that, that that's the most important thing. You know what? Let's you know take... what? Energy feeds energy. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Um, we're sitting here with April Walker talking about the book, talking about life. You know, I, I knew this was going to be a, a great mind uh, um, conversation and just talk about just lifestyle and just, you know, what we're going through. And actually, it's crazy because I wound up opening up on a couple of things I haven't even spoke about. But uh, And I got one more thing to uh, get into, and we'll get back to this book. But internet, listen, grab an iced tea, grab an Arnold Palmer, grab an Oreo, grab a um, mini bites, grab a Danish, grab a cannoli, grab something. Um, go out and uh, get the Walker Gems book. Get your ass off the couch. It's on Amazon and shit like that. Amazon, Barnes well, & Noble. Gra- gra- grab a book. Grab a couple of fucking books. Uh, we'll be right back. We're sitting here with April Walker. Cheer. Yo, check this out, man. It's Prodigy from the infamous Mob Deep, the head nigga in charge, HNIC. You know what I'm saying? Repping that Queens, New York. Chilling, man, right now, man. Just kicking it, you know what I mean, with my homie, Premium Pete. And this is the Premium Pete Show. Keep it locked right here. Don't go nowhere. Real shit, one. Internets, we already told you that this episode is brought to you by UN Athletics. UN Athletics is doing a bunch of dope shit. Their collaborations are, 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 listen, they gave us a discount code. 
PETE10. Put that in at the checkout. Get yourself 10% off and free shipping. Okay? Let me tell you something. We already told you about the Anthony Mason shoe they're doing with a tribute. All proceeds go to the family. Official. They, they just did two two-chain shoes that were dope. Mikey likes it. Our guy Mikey likes it has a shoe coming out with them. What? You see it? Yeah, all blue. Shit is dope. It's uh, like, man, it's like, listen. like, I can fuck with that too because that shoe, um, I can't, I can't fuck with my man Mikey likes it. Why? Does he have sugar-free ice cream yet? I believe he does. What? I believe he does. What? So you get your fat ass over there. I mean, slim ass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fat, slim. Okay, slim, fat, fat. Slim, slim, fat. Slim, fast. Over to Mikey Likes It, but also internet. Listen, head on over to youandathletics.com. Put in code PETE10 at checkout. Get yourself 10% off and free shipping. Free shipping is the wave right Let's, there. That's it. Let's get back to the show. Cheer. Internet's welcome back. We're sitting here with... April Walker, my friend, my dear friend, April Walker, who has a book out, who's on a book tour, who is just dropping gems. I mean, so many years of experience in the industry, just a true lifestylist, just somebody that uh, is uh, special. And I I really thank you for, you know, um, I think uh, we have a great relationship, but I really thank you for your years of support. Um, Even when I was down and out. Yeah. Even when I was down and out. Um, you just listen to me, and I think that's what you need sometimes. Sometimes you don't only need somebody to tell you what the fuck it is, so maybe you just need them to listen. Mm-hmm. And um, I thank you for that, and it means a lot. Yeah. So you know, um, back to the back to back to what we were talking about about entrepreneurship and freelancing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on something and close that subject out. But um, what I was saying about like how when you have to worry about like you know paying bills or this and that and sometimes it gets to your craft Mm -hmm. you know what i do want to say is even like doing podcasts you know um you know i i i'm creative in the sense of who i want to bring on i just don't want to bring on anyone um i want i want it to be uh for the audience i want the audience to get something out of it and so doing that week by week and and you know it's funny because i used to talk like this me and combat used to talk about this people see a podcast once a week it seems simple it's a lot that goes into it. And, and and keep in mind, you have to come in, in this booth and, and, and you don't want to be like, so April, how you doing? <laughs> How's everything? Okay, you got a book out. No, nah, you want to fucking, you know, you, you, wanna, you, yeah, you, you want to really be doing this engaged. shit. And, 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 you know, and, and for me, it's easy to, uh, uh, you know, get along with people because most of the people are my friends and people that I fuck with or that's just my style. Like, I'm a, I'm a heartfelt person. Um, but, you know, I want to say this to entrepreneurs across the world. And, and don't think you're not an entrepreneur, even if you're doing something little. Even if you have a little uh, a clothing line that you're trying to get out, a hat line, you're an entrepreneur. But you have to understand, freelancing is tough. I always said you can make 5000 10000 one month, and then next month you make 500 bucks or $50. Bucks. Um, I guess, you know, you need to learn how to, you know, one, if, you're, if you still need a day job, um, you know, because your day job will, will 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 fund your dream job. I talk about that. Really, well, talk about that. I say, you know, you could be a. So I I believe in BYOB, which is build your own brand. You're the one. You know what's so funny? Brand, yeah. You know what's so funny? Whenever uh, I I use that, and I always credit you. Whenever I'm on panels or speaking, and it's funny when I bring that up. If I don't before I go into breaking down what it is, they they think like bring, it's a restaurant. Like bring your own beer or something like that. Hold the fuck up, you know. <laughs> let me finish what I'm saying, you know. So I always say, you know, build your own brand. My friend right. April Walker always talk about, but talk about BYOB. Yeah, it's just basically um, the way we represent ourselves. We can work for someone, whether you're an entrepreneur or a freelancer, like you said, uh, you want to start your own company or you work for someone in a company. You're a brand. The way you represent yourself, 
the way you carry yourself, the way you express yourself, um, that's all going to make the difference of you staying home on Fridays, you know, you coming in late, the hours you work, all of those things, how much you get paid. So you need to know how to represent yourself, how to negotiate and how to carry your brand accordingly. What do you think proper networking is? Like, you know, somebody who networks, like, what do you think, you know, like, what's bullshit networking? What's real network? What's network? Because you've seen it, it all. It, it, I think it, it's levels to this mm-hmm. like and what? everything. So I think when I first started out, I had to, well, when I first started out, it was different, right? But what I'm saying is it still is a grind process in any business. There's a grind that comes with it. And that's the first layer. And if you're too too good for the grind you shouldn't go in business period mm. i think you need to be able to roll up your sleeves and guess what if you're not prepared to be the person that could sweep the floors and and give the rain making decisions then you shouldn't be the boss you know in 2017 um that couldn't be more truer you know i've seen so many people come and go um in in multiple different you know um industries um it's the people who are willing to do the most that become successful. That's what it is. You know, um, even like I want to give a shout out to like even like somebody like Jonathan Mena. Um, I remember when he came on to uh, the Combat Jack show and we were using him for um, doing some um, producing of the show of Sneaker Fiends. He was like doing, you know, just fixing up the audio, doing the engineer stuff. Um, you know, the reason why I say that for he was like, yo, whatever you need me to do. You know, like you need me to uh, get drinks for the guests. You need me, like, and 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 That's it's funny because I think people looked at him. Some people like, you know, maybe like, like really, like some people, some stupid-minded people could look at him and be like, "Oh, was he kissing ass?" You know, but I'm not saying they did. I'm just using an example. Right. But that kid showed. You know, I already knew this, but he showed me like that should be what people strive for. Absolutely. When they come into this world and they come into, you know, uh, places that want to get into. Like you want an internship and you want to come there and say you only do one thing. I remember we brought on interns that didn't want to be called interns. They felt like it was bad. Let me tell you something. When you, the people, like I said, I want to say this again. The people who are willing to do the most will become successful. The people who are willing to roll up their sleeves and get out there and say, hey, you need me to fucking sweep. You need me, like, 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 like say if they come onto a podcast, you're just supposed to show up and look pretty, you know? Like, oh, you know, uh, my jeans look good, my Jordans look good. Nah, who gives a fuck about your Jordans? Probably so, fake. Uh, the point I'm making is be there and, and, and really just be an asset, you know? If you're not an asset, then, you know, really, when you think about it, when you, when you really start to think about what somebody brings to the table, mm-hmm. if they don't bring nothing, you can't eat. Absolutely. I did a post today. So what you just said, let me say that I always say you can't get to the top of the mountain without climbing it, Mm, period. mm. So too many of us want to get to the top of the ladder without climbing. There's steps. You got to take them. There's no way around it, you know. So so, um, just start. That's the first step, you know. But be willing to put in the work. And that's the thing. Um, success is predicated on the people. It's the road less traveled because 99% of the people are not going to do that extra shit that those people that win do. That's it. They're going to work harder. They're going to work longer. They're going to do earlier mornings, later nights. 
They'll do whatever the hell it takes. They won't get the Jordans. They won't go to the parties. Everybody else is gone. And they'll sleep on a futon a little longer. Fuck a futon, man. I remember the years I've been on a futon, man. That shit was tough, man. Yeah, but you would do what the fuck you need to do if you really want to win. Yeah, it's just hard to have sex on a futon, man. It's just hard. Um... If especially when you lay that shit out, like that, <laughs> so stupid. yeah, I'm sorry. That, and I had a bamboo wood type. You had style. a bad experience, huh? Yeah, and it wasn't that good. I got a Charlie horse, you know. Uh, it, it was, you know, it was the no good. It was the no good. Yeah, you know what I love? You said if you wait for perfection, you will never start. I feel like you're talking to me. If you will wait for perfection, you will never start. Let me tell you something. You know what the funny thing about being like I'm a perfectionist. That's not perfect, obviously. You know, perfection is just a myth. No Absolutely. one's. If no you one's say perfect. perfectionist, no one's perfect. You know, I always want things to be a certain way. I, I, you know, and 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 sometimes I think when you wait too long to try to perfect things, you lose out. Absolutely. You know? what because you, while you're waiting and writing your idea and just trying to shape it a hundred percent, there's somebody out there that's just started the same shit and it's on and mm, building. Mm, mm. I'll tell you one thing. I feel like uh, I'm like narrating your book over here. Like I'm on the audio. Mm -hmm. I'm the audio version of your book. We're going to do it in Italian. I'm going to do it in like a gangster voice. Let's do it. it. Get your fucking ass (laughs) off the fucking couch, you stupid (laughs) motherfucker. Okay? No, I'm already playing. I'm already playing. I'm not going to say that. Uh, Let's see what else before. As we wrap up this episode. I'll tell you, I really enjoyed this. I really did. Me too. I'll tell you, the audience will too, but it was really therapeutic so far. Uh, You know, you wrote... You have to be mean to win and be respected. I found people are motivated when they're happy and can feel the love. The more you serve and lift up people and celebrate them, the more you ignite contagious behavior. What kind of culture are you creating? Your external world will be an extension. Those were myths. I'm, I'm talking okay. about the myths on okay. that, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, 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 okay. When you, I say you, you have to be mean. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I always tell people. I don't here. think you have to be mean. No, so. but I do believe. Oh, that, I said dispel the myths. That was one of my myths, right? Okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I, I'll i be honest You believe with you. that? I believe you, just one day out of the week. One day. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Everybody knows April Walker, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. You know April Walker. I'm you not think, saying you don't need to flip it if you have to. Once you have to, you know Only why? Because people get comfortable on you, and it's like you know they know April is gonna always be this way. And then no. one day when you come in, you're like, I don't under- fucking understand what the fuck is going on. And they're like, oh, shit, let's back the fuck up. But, you know, I ain't asking April for that $20 loan today. You understand? Because <laughs> you, think about it. You know, But then they know you're a good person, but they know you have a bad day. So I say this. If you're a good person, only if you're a good person, one day out of the week, be an asshole. <laughs> Just one. That's it. That's interesting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That that, that has nothing to do with Walker Gems. You know that disclaimer. That, okay. As I, I want, I want. Let's do two more of your favorite, you know, uh, gems from this book. Hmm. Start with one, obviously. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say radio silent right now. I love sweat equity, right? Because mm. we all have to put in sweat equity. There's no, that's that's something I always talk about on social media, a hashtag sweat equity. And basically, um, sweat equity can mean so many things. And for me, it's a lifestyle because mm. I'm putting in work every day. But I also believe in that about working out because I believe in um, health as well. Mm. So I talk about that in the book, right? And and I think it's, I say mind over matter 
but mind does matter too. So we have to get we have to be in alignment and that's mind, body and soul. That's that's the alignment right there. Spiritually, mentally and physically our game should be in alignment. And when that happens, to me I say that's the vertical, that's a human vertical ex- perfect experience for the human. Because mm. you're, you're good right there. Everything's matching up. Otherwise, it's like something else is sticking out and off-center and you're trying to connect it, you know? That's just like if, if you're not well, how can you carry your dreams if sure. you can't get up out of bed? You know what I mean? Now, I know this is true, but I just want your thoughts on it. How, how many people have you helped when you didn't even reach your goals yet? I Because um, you know how some people say, how could you help me? If you, you know, you haven't even like, you know, like people look at stuff like that. Like I give you an example. I'll never forget when someone uh, I was speaking to found out that I was divorced. Right. And I was giving them advice on marriage. They says, how the fuck can you help me? You're divorced. And I was like, because I could tell you what not to fucking do. Exactly. People think like just because like like they consider the, the stigma of certain things a failure. You know, like sometimes like, like I'll give you an example. I've helped countless people. And I enjoy doing that. I love. Uh, That's just who you are. Yeah, I, I, I love doing that. And some of my friends uh, that I grew up with, they don't understand it. They're like, "Bro, help yourself." You, you know, like, like meaning like, like I tell them like, "Oh no, no," I, like I may be, I may be on the phone, and then I was like, "Oh, I was on the phone with somebody. They they needed some advice on 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 you know they're a single dad, and I was helping them out, and and they're like, "Bro, help yourself out. You need help. You know yourself." And I was like. In what sense? Like, I'm not perfect, but you know what I mean? Like, people look at it like that. So if people aren't ready to grow, I I, I often think there's a lot of people f- with broken wings out here. Mm, mm. And and so you're not really open to receiving the information or, or growing because you're protective or you're closed-minded. And it's hard to talk to people that it's falling on deaf ears. That's mm, all that mm. is. But I got a good one for you. As long as you're still mourning the past... You can't celebrate your future. Mm, I love that. And that's something I need to live. You and, know? and that's just basically because um, a lot of us live in the past or dwell on things that have happened. And if you don't basically put them away by having a funeral, write them down, do whatever you need to do, burn it, do whatever your process is, but let it go. Forgive yourself. Walk mm. yourself through that process and know that it's okay. Today is a new day and it's the start of the rest of your life. That was then and this is now. You're going to fucking be a priest or a deacon pretty soon. You know, you, you, <laughs> you got me uh, about to get up and uh, dance. No, seriously. <clears throat> no, 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 that's no, no. how you, we grow, though. We can't hold on to the past. What what happened? All the beautiful things I did then, it, that people have perceived, that's that done. I always said my best days are in front of me, not behind me. Mm, Because I have to tell myself that. We're walking into that. I'm claiming it now. Your best days are in front of you, not behind you. Well, I appreciate that. I want to read this, what you wrote. You wrote, it's hard to tell the difference between a second chance or the last chance. That's right. So in this life, you have to give it 100% and go for it. That's right. When you do this, you're living in your truth and you won't have any regrets. You'll never have to second guess yourself or think maybe if I would have or could have because you gave it your all. That's all anyone could do. When you do your best, a few things happen. You build your character and you sleep better at night. The right opportunity will eventually manifest itself when you're open and ready to receive it. 
That's, that's beautiful. That's what we just talked about. That's beautiful. About. There's too many gems in this fucking episode. Walk, I always talk about how many gems people come and leave on, on, on these episodes. And it, it, Walker Gems is one of them. You know? Thank you. Um, what, on, on social media, what are you? Walkerware and... Walkerware, I am April Walker, and Walker Gems. Okay. So you have Walker Gems, I am April Walker, and mm-hmm. Walkerware. Now, now, what about, um, what about um, the book? It's available on Amazon. Um, Barnes and Noble. That's correct. Okay, internet. Listen, Walker Gems. Get your ass off the couch by April Walker. Uh, she's on a book tour, so just check her on social media, see where she's at. Maybe she's coming to a town near you. You could try to come there and holler at her. Um, not in that way. Well, you know. Well, no, no, no. no don't do that. Um, also, what else you got going on? Anything else you got going on? Book tour, book tour, book tour, cannabis business. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm in the cannabis business. Okay, but okay. that's CBD or nanotechnology, April Walker, 420.primebody.com. Check us out. Hey. <laughs> now, what's this about? Uh, so, it's about health and wellness. You know, basically, our bodies all have a cannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. And What did you say, the, cannabinoid? Yeah, we all are born with cannabinoids in our body. And those cannabinoids are what make everything else work. That may be the most classic word I ever heard in my life. I feel like calling my mother up and and asking her, like, Ma, do we have cannabinoids in me? And she's like, Cannabinoids. What What are you talking about? You want a spaghetti and meatball? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and as the as the as we grow up we get wear and tear in our bodies and the pollutants and all the stuff we eat the stuff in it all all that crap messes us up and it compromises our cannabinoid system and that's how we get sick whether it's um in any aspect is coming from your cannabinoids being broken down so the cannabis plant and the hemp plant have cannabinoids in them and the, I have the Bumbazi mm, that actually puts you right. <laughs> it's It just knocks it all out and it basically levels out your cannabinoid system and makes you run smooth. Okay, okay, okay. Look at you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, April Walker. Um, what's going on with Walkerware? Any new things coming? Any That's collaborations? right. We got, so we have a collaboration um, coming with... Um, actually, we have a special program we're doing with DTLR. Okay, nice. And then we're also doing um, a lot of stuff around the summer. So some of the stuff, we have some good fashion real estate in the movie, and we did a limited edition on a lot of those pieces that we'll be hitting uh, for this summer as well. Okay, you talking about all, all eyes on me? Uh-huh. Oh, nice, then, nice, nice. And Christmas, Art Basel. Okay. Okay. Nice. Hey, listen, internet. Make sure you keep it locked to April Walker. Um, just a true, true pioneer. Uh, just a, a a person who is a super creative, uh, inspiring, and 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 definitely. I love this because you know uh, we need self help episodes. We need self help books, and we need things that really talk to us. And that's what Walker Gems and his book get your ass off the couch. Does so go out and get it. It's it, it it's it's cheap. What is it? Twelve ninety five. Yeah. Come on, man. It's a dime bag plus $2.95. There you go. Um, and anyway, listen, I appreciate you. I'm glad you came through. Thank you. I and we were able you. to uh, drop some gems and knowledge and, and really hopefully resonate with the crowd, man. You know? Thank you. Uh, Internet, check out April Walker. Make sure you continue to follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you know, shit, you know, we got to bring back I Don't Trust People, you know. Hey, we got to bring back I Don't Trust People. It's been a minute since we uh, did I Don't Trust People. And says, just make sure you subscribe. April Walker, get your ass off the couch. Okay? Cheer. Cheer.